0: All 16 member countries of the Southern African Development Community or SADC, will individually call for the lifting of sanctions on Zimbabwe on Friday as they committed during the regional body's 39th Summit in Tanzania in August. Addressing reporters in Haberun recently, SATIC Executive Secretary Dr. Stekomena Lawrence-Tex explained the decision.
1: The 25th was uh, chosen or decided by SADC heads of states when they met in August. Just to emphasize that is uh, indeed it has taken so long uh, for this sanction to continue being in place and to be lifted. Every member state is at liberty to choose any kind of activities which they feel that is going to have an impact and to add voice, to send voice of uh, calling for lifting of sanctions.
0: The countries are echoing Zimbabwe's scheme that targeted sanctions imposed by the United States the United Kingdom, the European Union, Australia, and others over allegations of human rights abuses, rigged elections, and forceful takeover of land from white farmers are hitting the economy. Imposed during the leadership of then President Robert Mugabe, Zimbabwe has argued that contrary to the West's claim that sanctions are targeted to specific individuals and entities tied to the ruling Zanu PF party, the sanctions are broad and are hurting the country's citizens. Zimbabwe President Emerson Mnangakwa made this point at the 74th session of the United Nations General Assembly in New York. These sanctions constitute a denial of the human rights of the people of Zimbabwe to develop and the improvement of their quality of life. Furthermore, the sanctions are slowing down our progress, inhibiting our economic recovery and punishing the poorest and the most vulnerable in our society. Zimbabwe's Foreign Affairs and Trade Minister Sibosis Moyo has released findings on the impact of the sanctions, which Information Minister Monica Mutuangwa shared to reporters during a recent post cabinet briefing in Harare. The minister stated that Zimbabwe had lost at least US $42 billion on account of the sanctions. Despite the sanctions being labeled as targeted, the sanctions have and continue to inflict pain on the ring and fire of Zimbabwean citizens, especially women and children. Uploading Satik's support in calling for the lifting of the sanctions, Nangakwa demanded the immediate lifting of what he termed illegal sanctions. Those that imposed illegal sanctions must heed this call and I lift them now. Lawrence text said Sadek's move to pile pressure on western countries is overdue.
1: This uh, process has been there. Zimbabwe has tried for quite a number of years. Sadak has also been uh, trying to work together with Zimbabwe for a number of years, but we are not seeing results. So what is happening now is to emphasize that indeed allows Zimbabwean to enjoy their political Independence. They can only enjoy their political independence if the political independence is accompanied by social economic development.
0: The US has two sets of sanctions on Zimbabwe, Executive Order 13288, which includes travel bans and arms embargo, and also the recently amended Zimbabwe Democracy and Economic Recovery Amendment Act of 2018 or Zitera which calls for certain reforms to enable Zimbabwe to, among other things, access loans from financial institutions like the International Monetary Fund, United States Deputy Assistant Secretary of State for Africa, Matthew Harrington, Explains.
2: We don't have sanctions in place on the people of Zimbabwe, right? There are two categories of sanctions. One is the Zedera, which has not really taken effect yet because Zedera refers to debt relief and new lending. Uh, And for that to happen, there need to be certain conditions met. Those conditions have not been met. So Zedera uh, provides a roadmap to the future, but hasn't really been called into effect yet. There's a second category of targeted sanctions, financial sanctions, focused on individuals that have been determined over the years to have played a negative role uh, in the undermining of democratic institutions and processes.
0: Reacting to the accusations that sanctions hit the ordinary citizens, U.S. Ambassador to Zimbabwe Brian Nichols said Zimbabwe's biggest sanctions are placed on the country itself by corrupt government and ruling party officials who, he said, have contributed to the poorly functioning economy. Nichols challenged the government to address corruption in the Soviet-style command agriculture program, and to post production, tempering of the old mutual implied rate, and also abuse of the parastatal company Zimbabwe National Roads Administration.
2: The biggest sanctions on Zimbabwe are the sanctions Zimbabwe puts on itself. $3 billion in unaccounted for spending in command agriculture, that money going into private companies, then. Jack up the exchange rate up to 27 on the OMIR. Zanara losing 25 million dollars unaccounted for, and all of its executives building luxurious homes.
0: But many in Zanupif and the government deny these allegations. Former Zanupif member of parliament Malaki Koma says the US is trying to bring Zimbabwe to its knees. What we're trying to do as uh, as government is to show the world. Wealth that we are suffering just because of these sanctions that have been targeted to our leaders and the country as a whole. It's not our leaders who are suffering, but everybody in Zimbabwe is suffering because of these
2: sanctions that have been bestowed on us.
0: Harrington said Zimbabwe can only expect better relations with the U.S., including the lifting of sanctions if the country addresses issues of human rights corruption, and economic mismanagement.
2: We welcome some of the change in tone and some of the commitments, but we would very much like to see those commitments translated into action on the ground. If they are, uh, that will lead to a better relationship with us. I think that's the bottom line.
0: U.S. Ambassador to Zimbabwe Brian Nichols says only 141 people and companies are on the country's sanctions list. Zimbabwe has hired some companies in the United States to campaign for the removal of the sanctions. Reporting for VOA's mobile service, I am Kip Stubbe.